Popcorn Popsy. Hi, Popcorn Junkies. Welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Junkies. Your hair looks quite spiky today, Mum. I just did that, that's why. You look like a kernel of popcorn. I feel like a kernel of popcorn. I feel like Your a top is the colour, yeah. Okay, we are reviewing Scream 6. Slasher movie. Ghost face. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. Now, I think I have to give a disclaimer from the, from the get-go. Um, yes. I remember seeing the original. I might have seen the sequel. But I lost my way with three and four. Okay. Didn't kind of check in on those. Did watch five. Was a bit disappointed by five, if I'm honest. Although Jenny Ortega wasn't disappointing in it. Um, Courtney Cox is a regular, obviously, in there. There's lots of characters and names and all that kind of stuff. But I know the aficionados of the Scream franchise. You know, it's almost like, almost Rocky Horror. It's like you hear them, you see them. Yeah. It's like, yeah. As is always the way with the Scream 6 film, what you're going to get is a lot of, you know, death and yeah. a lot of knife slashing and yeah. you know it's a slasher movie which is a, is a genre of horror movie and yet really the horror is simply the insanity and psychopathy of whoever is wearing the ghost face mask yes. and, and it can be anybody and that can change within the split second within a split second and, and as this film shows spoiler alert uh, it can be many it can be multitudinous it can it can be a shifting <laughs> persona and identity but also one of the kind of key components of any screen film is the fact that the opening 10 minutes yeah. always tries to wrongfoot you, surprise you, invert, convert, contort, subvert, everything. That's enough verts. I'm so sick of verts, Mum. It did it. All of the motifs of a horror film. And I thought what was particularly fun about this, and they did it quite a bit in Screen 5, is they, they it's very it's meta. They talk about the structural narrative beats and tropes and themes of horror films, don't yeah. they? And this starts with an actress who I really like, and I think she's going to become bigger and bigger. Samara Weaving was the woman oh. who was the film lecturer in the bar at okay, the beginning. Okay. Uh, she was in Nine Perfect Strangers or whatever it was. Oh, okay, I didn't recognise her at all. Yeah, no, she's great. She's a great actress. Um, and it started with her talking, uh, you know, on the phone to her date about films and yeah. how they start and what they do. Yeah, and that, that, that's a, um, a truism of screen films, isn't it? That there's always somebody talking about the structure of horror films. But... What also happens in the first 10 minutes is they try to wrong foot and almost contradict all of the very rules that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how did you find, so the first 10 minutes of this, how did you find the first 10 minutes? I loved the first 10 did minutes. You? And I was all optimistic and my hair was standing up and I thought this is going to be a goodie. For me, really, the mark of whether a screen film is going to be good is, is, is sort of, you know, inscribed within that opening scene. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've just got a little bit tired of the voice on the phone. Well, there is that. And... You kind of know it's coming, so it, yeah. it's struggling in its own terms to wrong footers. Yeah. It was quite long though, and I, at the sequence where it involves the dark alley and her going down it and seeing somebody and then not seeing somebody, is so sort of high on my list of anxious things anyway, mm. that that really worked well. Mm. I mean, they spun it out just long enough, that, mm. for me. But if she knew all the motifs of a horror film, she wouldn't have gone down a well, dark alley. Well, nobody know that, but then the whole film went to... Anyway, so what, what, I mean, I'll tell you what I was surprised by. Uh, Cocaine Bear was a 15, incredibly gory. This was an 18, and it's gory, but nowhere near as gory, I thought it was Cocaine Bear. No. I mean, there's a lot of stabbing. I mean, it, it is psychopathic stabbing in this. I've just read an interesting movie fact, which you will know, but maybe a lot of people don't, that the guy who directed, or guy or woman, I don't know which it is, who directed Cocoa Bear, Bear was slated to direct this and vice versa. Oh, right, I didn't know that. No, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so what, what evolves is we get the identity of one ghost face, then the ghost face becomes another ghost face. And what I really like is one of our subs said when I was particularly po-faced about the trailer, you said, they said, it's basically a whodunit. Yeah. And I think when you come into this film or shift your emphasis and perspective to this is a whodunit, it becomes, a, it becomes more exciting. More dealable with, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Except that uh, the only thing I would say about that, it is in one way, but because they always keep changing everything and there's no sort of end to how they can change, almost, you're almost looking at somebody with a mask on who becomes somebody else within the seconds that you're looking at them. Right. But it doesn't quite stand up to the whodunit thing. Right. Though it's strictly logical. Right, I see what you mean. So, mean. so the identity keeps shifting and shifting yeah, and shifting so, so fast. Yeah, so much that, yeah, yeah I would... Yeah. Well, I mean, so what we've got here is the, the whole kind of film has moved itself over to New York. Let me just say that was the best I liked the best about it was the New York stuff. Right. There. And of course, they were all from Woodboro, is it? Is it Woodsboro? Woodsboro, Woodsboro Legacy yeah. Attacks. I mean, in a weird way, it's more a thriller with a kind of psychopathic serial. It's a more a serial killer film, isn't it? Yeah. Than a, than a horror film. I mean, I never cease to be amazed by how it's... There weren't many jump scares. No. It wasn't particularly sinister. And yet, and it, and it depends and relies on the viciousness and the savageness of the frenzied attacks, doesn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of kind of just stabbing into bodies. And all yeah, that kind of and I don't know whether I'm making too much of this or whether, whether you, you agree or not, was, was that the thing that annoyed me the most as the film went on was that people were subjected to the most violent, violent acts upon them and were fine in the next bloody <laughs> scene. And I mean, it's, yes. I started to think, this is ridiculous. Yes, particularly Jenny Ortega's boyfriend towards the end. He got and, repeatedly and stabbed the in the body. And girl on the train who was... Oh, yes. And then yeah. suddenly she was there. Yes, some people directions. were surviving disembowelings, weren't yeah. they? I think and it was... I, a, sorry. I wondered whether I'd missed something in the plot that was telling me they weren't real killings, those ones. No, they would have they killed most people. Killed. Yeah, but they yeah, weren't killed. Exactly. Within the logic of the film, they weren't killings. They weren't killed. No, no. no. Um, I thought there were some really nice set pieces. I thought when we discovered yeah, right. that the first ghost face was actually a familiar character from some of the other films, and so that was, that was a nice wrong footing. And then he gets a call which I thought, again, I thought that was neat. I thought yeah, that was quite clever. Yeah. And then, of course, you see the collapsed, chopped up body in a fridge. You can't go wrong with something You like absolutely that, can can't. You? I love no. that bit. I yeah. think they could have hung on that a bit It's a bit like I said the other day about the horror film Pearl. I like a good axing. Oh, yes. And I love a bit of dismemberment in a you fridge. Can't beat a good axing. Or, or a bit yeah. of dismemberment in no, a fridge. No, absolutely. Fridge, open door. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we had, and so we have a lot of kind of MacGuffins in a sense, don't we? Hitchcock yeah. and MacGuffins in the form of people. So you've yeah. got the guy who's looking from the flat opposite, a little yeah. bit rear window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, yes, the, you've got the young girl in the, in the flat who's having sex behind the door. There's always somebody having sex who usually buys it right oh. at the beginning. You've got the boyfriend. You've got the son of the policeman, haven't you, with the curly hair? Yeah, he looks very innocent and yeah. open faced, and you know that he's going to yeah. be guilty of something. Then you've got the woman who clearly is from one of the previous films with what looks like an astonishing blonde wig on. Yeah. I, I, I found her particularly strange. I did too, and I don't. I, I, and I unbelievable. Have, and me, I did not. As an FBI woman. Yeah. And then. But which, again, it was like sort of she'd come in and act, say, I'm FBI, do something, go, and then not come in for ages, and I thought. I'm totally disinterested in this place. Yeah. Any film fans out there, go and check The Departed just to see a couple of scenes where Martin Sheen runs with very short legs. Because <laughs> oh, she right. reminded me of him when she ran. Ah, Do you know what I mean? It's become a family trope. Yeah, she'd sort of run in a sort of highly ineffective fashion. Anyway, so you've got all these characters coming, Courtney Cox in there. It was very nice to see Courtney Cox. I mean, she's talked herself about having destroyed her face with fillers and I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. I mean, she she almost looks like Ghostface at times. It's quite... That's true, yeah, actually. That strange. would have been a good... But I, I, liked, I liked her presence. I liked the fact yeah, that she was sort I mean, of, you know, was she a legacy character? I liked all this exactly. legacy character stuff. Um, the sisterly relationship between Jenny Ortega and I don't know the name of her sister, is it Melissa Barrera? Um, I thought that they were both good, those girls. I did, 
And I know you know the little one. That's yeah, better. she's from Wednesday. She was yeah. in X. She, I, I didn't realise she was from Wednesday. Mm. So she's like a big star now. The... Massive, and, and really someone to keep an eye on because she's, she's, yeah. I mean, she's, she's exquisite she's and she's insane. She's tiny. She's like Fleur. She's and I didn't know minuscule. who her sister was at all. No, no, I didn't know. I don't know who and she is. She has the lion's share of it. Mm. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And also, there's that whole sort of inherent. You know, I like the sins of the father thing. Has she yeah. inherited the slasher yeah. thing? Yeah. You know, I mean, again, we're not plugged into the, um, it feels like there's an incredibly complicated family tree of all the characters. Yeah. And they did one, didn't they? In a police yeah. station, yeah. they had all yeah. the kind of different ghost faces. Um, I thought this was quite nicely taking the piss out of itself. I, th I think it turned a corner at one point, especially with the cop, yeah. where it became a little bit naked gun. <laughs> Yeah, whether that was because he reminded me of Leslie Nielsen yeah, so I'm, much. I'm not entirely sure if that was intentional. I kept expecting him to say, you know, it's a big white building over there with windows. <laughs> yeah, but surely, what is it? It's a huge white building. Yeah, exactly, stop calling me Shirley. I loved him so much. Yeah, he was great. I thought he provided sort of much needed kind of He came into comedy. his own more from the second half onwards, didn't Yeah, he? and he was sort of just absolutely batshit crazy, he losing was. his shit in a big way. He suddenly came furious Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, set pieces that I really liked. What did you think of this? The, the scene in the delicatessen. Yeah. Uh, I liked that. Yeah. I thought what was nice about it was they took real time with it. Oh, you don't mean the one in the, the delicatessen? Shop? That's, yeah, the delicatessen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they took no, real. I like that time. Yeah, and the crunching of the glass. Really, the yeah. Walking around. I thought that was nicely handled. Yeah, I did. Nicely directed. And they could have maybe learnt a little bit more from that across the film because yeah. when menace and villainy is kind of slow and considered. Yeah. And also, what, I agree with that entirely. And another really good bit for me was the ladder sequence. Oh, that was good, stressful, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and they yeah. kept it going. Oh, and, and I wish they'd learnt from those sequences and didn't do the thing of every time they, there wasn't a slasher, every time there wasn't a body being slashed to hell and then springing up with nothing Surviving. Them, they they gave, gave these quite long monologues from the older sister, which mm. I became incredibly bored with. Yes. Did you? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then, and then there was another scene which I particularly liked, which I didn't like in the trailer. I thought this was going to be really sort of, you know, we've seen it all before. It's Halloween, lots of faces, they all look the same. I thought, I thought the tube, the subway scene was highly oh, effective. Hands down, I love that. Yeah. I, I've seen that so much in the trailer, I didn't think it would still be no, scary. No, I didn't. But I kept thinking, oh my God, this is New York. When do you ever see that many people? And they did again, they held it, didn't mm. they? Again, yes, they time. took their time with it. And I think yeah. whenever they took their time with building the horror, it made what was quite obvious horror, i.e. Ghostface, it, it, it built real drama and yeah. jeopardy. And, yeah. and what I also liked about that scene was that, you know, the clever... It's, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a riff which happens in many films where you know on a busy New York subway they wouldn't yeah. even know someone was being disemboweled because no. it's so busy. Which and I certainly funny. didn't expect it to be the girl. And I didn't expect her to survive. Well, no, it was <laughs> by sweet the next. I mean, when he puts it in, he really twists it. And it's it's utterly a fatal blow. Yeah. Um, then we had this curious sort of shrine to all previous ghost faces, yeah. didn't we? I don't quite understand that. Who who did it? Was it the the cop's son? Or I daughter? don't know. I it mean, reminded me of Batman's cave. Yeah. It was vaguely effective, that, but not enough. Yes. And um, I kept thinking they're going to do more with this I did. all the time that it was on. I thought like a hundred ghost faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they did nothing with it. Nothing no. Except just show us it. Yeah. And then. I mean, one thing I was doing all the way through, I mean, I kept being put in mind of bodies, 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 and reminded yeah. how clever that was, actually. I exactly thought the same thing right from about halfway through. I thought, my God, bodies, bodies, bodies. Mm. It was a cleverer film than I gave it uh, yeah. due. With an incredibly funny ending. It was so funny yeah. all the way through, in a way. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I have to confess, I was constantly leaning over to saying, it's her. It's him. It's him. I mean, yeah. what, what is clever is it really does allow you to think it could be absolutely anyone. Yeah. And I well, think it that's. Turns out that, to be well, it, it turns out to be virtually all of them, yeah. for sure. Ends up being all. Yeah. So 
what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that I was kind of, I was more entertained than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was more, it was mildly dubbed. I preferred it to Scream 5. Yeah, I didn't, I don't think I saw Scream 5. Yeah. It certainly hasn't registered on Yeah, me. and I think they had fun making it. And it was yeah. kind of fun going out. And it's a perfect Friday night. I mean, yeah. like Cocaine Bay, you know, it's not. Yeah, I had far more joy, sort of like, as you say, going in, it being a Friday night film mm. and the beginning of it. And then some sequences, to be fair, were good than I expected to. Mm. And I haven't kept across all the, all the screens at all. Mm. And I know some people, as you say, are such fans, mm. they go to absolutely yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I had the huge privilege of interviewing Wes Craven and Courtney Cox oh, many, many years yes, ago. Yes. He was an absolute, absolutely one of the most charming guys. You couldn't believe that such slasher horror could come out of his head. Is he dead now? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did die. Uh, and, and Courtney Cox, sadly, was quite sort of po-faced and a bit cold. Po-faced, get it. <laughs> po-faced, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, and lots of scenes. Courtney Cox's sort of stabby-stabby scene was quite good. I thought the scene with yeah, the odd guy across the way looking over, seeing things about time, yeah. that's always good rear window-esque, yeah, isn't yeah. it, Hitchcock-y. Um, You know, I thought it was, it, it, did, it did what it said on the tin. Yeah, I, yeah, it's true. I think this thing of analysing horror films, which, I, I mean, I have missed quite a few in the sequence, but it's known, isn't it, mm. this franchise for doing that. Mm. And I thought a couple of times as they were doing that, I thought this isn't working as nearly as well as it should do because no. you've seen so many films. Well, they've do done it, it in other ones in the franchise too. So when the young, when the lesbian girl was kind of doing the legacy characters, da, 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 yeah, yeah. it was very clever and very yeah. meta. But the weird thing about that, actually, although we enjoy, I enjoyed the film, yeah. you know, on a sort of pulp level, the film wasn't as clever as the motifs she was describing. No, exactly. <laughs> so it kind of underscored the fact that actually the plot in this film was a bit Yeah, simple. naff. Yeah, or, naff. or as, I hate to say it again, but Bodies, 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 where they seem to have got that thing mm. right off mm. that, didn't mm. they? Yeah. Okay, well, sum up and give us your score. Well, I started off with great sort of vim and vigour. I enjoyed the beginning. I really liked the first sequence, actually. I, right. I love... I love, yeah. I love the actors. I love dark streets and all of that. I love the fact it was set in New York. I didn't... Yeah, it was a nice aspect, rather than yeah. suburbia, urban, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's clever. I didn't, I, I thought the guy who played the cop was hysterical in the same way mm. as he used to be. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie used to be. Um, the two main characters, the two sisters, yeah, were good. I mean, they were both good actresses. I don't know the small one as well as you do, but we had a lot of backstory from the mm. older one. Mm. Which was a bit much, I thought. I think it very much long. depends on you. I mean, I don't often think this. I like to see a film and see if it stands on its own. Like John Wick, everyone's saying you've got to see the first three before you see chapter yeah, four. I, I, do, I did feel the lack of knowing the intricacies of what had happened before. You yeah. know, I wish I'd paid attention somewhere, but yeah. then I thought, oh, this does. This is kind of demanding that you know everything before. And a lot, a lot of you will say, yeah, well, why can't I see it if you haven't seen the others? Well, I have seen one of the others and I did see the first one. But, you know, to have not seen two and six is all right. Yeah. You should be able to pick up the reins. No, You're absolutely. a screamer, and I didn't notice you scream particularly much. No, it, that is the other thing. Is what, the two things I'd say about it are that, well, two sort of odd, odd things about a slasher film is the, one, the speed with which the characters suddenly weren't dead, mm. and the fact that it didn't scare me once. It's odd, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, I suppose that's why I'm picking out the first scene, because that scene I was slightly scared. I didn't right. know what they were going to do with that. Right. I always find Dark Alice mm. scary for all the reasons that we mm. know. And, uh, and it went on just long enough that, but I wasn't scared at all. No, it's curious, isn't it? That's weird when yeah, I think yeah, of that. I'd yeah. only just sort of thought of that. Yeah. But anyway, so well, I would give it, I'm thinking really hard now, 35. <laughs> 35? Yeah. That's quite yeah. low. It is low. Okay. Um, so you, you... Within its own context as well. I mean, I know right. it sort of only, only is a slasher film. Yes. 
Um, okay, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I found it, I, I really like Mason Gooding, who played Jenny Ortega's love interest, who got stabbed repeatedly in the body and, and still kind of survived at the end. Uh, Jenny Ortega, I can just watch it all the time. Uh, Melissa Barrera did play the sister. You're right, um, you know, I think there were lots of really good performances in it. I think all the actors were willing to sort of approach it tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And, and Courtney Cox, all of them were kind of camping it up a bit. It was yeah. a bit panto, and that was yeah. quite nice. I do have, and this is a personal thing, I've got the same thing with Halloween. I can only go so far with knives going into bodies. Yeah. And I thought where this, oh, I've said it already, but where I think this film was at its best was when it took its time building the inevitability of, of being slashed or stabbed. But it took its time and, and it crafted yeah. that, the jeopardy and the drama. Yeah. And those two scenes that I mentioned I really liked. It kind of descended into total lunacy towards the end. And they didn't, they were all running around the sort of theatre and throwing things at each other. It was all a bit weird. Uh, I like the fact that they had the music from Peaky Blinders. That was kind of yeah, curious. Yeah, that was kind yeah, of and, and presumably there's going to be a Scream 7. So uh, let's... But if I was to score this, I would give... It, I was more... I enjoyed it more than I was expecting to. And I enjoyed it more than Scream 5. I'd be a little bit more generous than you. I think I'd give it 40 out of 100. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it's trending at 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah. is a hit. Yeah, go and see, see, see what you think, subs. You, she told you. <laughs>